I'll start. I'll start. Hello, Internet! Hi! I'm Mo Katrina. And I'm Sarah the Rebel. And you are watching Woman Up! Podcast. Yeah, we practiced. We, so we actually didn't even practice that. We just kind of talked about it, and then we were like, "Let's just go. This Let's is, hope this works." This is why we're, we're so good. They say, "How are they so good?" And we say, "Katrina, why. how did you pass the SATs?" I thought about it a little bit. It's true. So, if you are new here, welcome. This is a podcast where we uh, talk about geeky things such as comics and video games and uh, movies and. All that good stuff, a little bit of cats and feminism thrown in, mix it all up, boom, bang, bing, Bob's your uncle. That's my new intro for Woman Up Podcast. Bob's your uncle? Bob's your uncle. Gina's your uncle? I actually do have an Uncle Bob. I do So it's always held true for me. I have no uncle. He's a douche. If my dad's tuned in, don't tell my mom that. Oh, my nose is itching. Oh. Moe Katrina? Who's Um, Moe Katrina? Listen, you're a Moa. What's Moe? So today, uh, we decided, since this is our first episode of Woman Up Podcast, um, we're kind of going to do a allow me to reintroduce myself kind of thing where um, we talk a little bit about the podcast, why we decided to do it, who we really are, and then we're going to go after the news section. So to back up, we always say intro, the news, and then our main topic, and then our chick pics. Oh, no, my hat. Oh, that's Um, that's terrible. It is terrible. So this week... It's going to be all that same stuff, except we're just going to go a little more in-depth than normal. And then our main topic this week is our first and faves. We're going to be talking about Katrina and I's first whatever, such as anime, comics, whatever. Uh, and then our favorite mm-hmm. anime, comic, whatever. So it'll give you a chance to get to know us really well. And from now on, this will be a video that will be very easy for you to point to if people are like, what's a podcast you like? And you could be like, I like Woman Up Podcast. What's our link? Oh, I really like it. It's great. Do you want to go to podcast? Coffee. I'm sure you watch Woman Up Podcast. Okay, let's coffee. do that. Coffee. I don't know. I've been thinking about coffee a lot lately. I never think about coffee. Coffee's so. been quite controversial lately, so I just thought about it. So the reason we decided to start this is we have a long storied history together. We've known each other for like, I don't know, a year? A year, yeah. A year! <laughs> a year. Um, we a both worked that. together at Geek and Sundry originally. Uh, she was a social media person, I ran the vlogs channel, then we switched and I became the social media person and she said, post the bitches and worked at Movie Pilot. I'm on Venice Beach. So she's on Venice Beach uh, working at Movie Pilot, and uh, I took over social media person, and now I'm leaving Geek and Sundry. Um, oh, surprise! Ooh, look at how angry he looks. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Did you discuss this with me first? He's like, young lady, we're going to have a talk. <laughs> um, so now we're still just best friends somehow, against against all odds. Oh, yeah. Maybe not best. I don't think she'd claim me as a best. We're very no, good friends. We're, very, we're, we're like best friends. Like, if if you were to be in the face of death, I would take a sword in your name and go beat someone with it. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I think that qualifies as best friends. Yeah, I think so. I don't count failure as an option, so I'd never die for anybody. I only save people. You saved me. That's a Jesus song. Never mind. <laughs> um, so, the podcast itself, we decided to start it because we both uh, make each other laugh a lot. We thought, we should take this show on the road. Hey! And so, we took it all the way to Sarah's house. All the way to my house. <laughs> and here we are today. So, Woo! let's dive into the news. Yeah! Um, the yeah. first... Oh! I almost read that one. <laughs> we have notes next to our headlines that are just absolutely rude. 
and terrible. And things you should not say. And things you should not say on air because of stuff and things. Yes. Um, yeah. So, do you want to take... So, uh, Image co-founder and comic book writer of some comic, a Sonic Dragon or something, uh, uh, Eric Larson decided to go on a big rant about Wonder Woman's costume and started yakking away about uh, how like um, female comic book characters aren't allowed to be naked anymore and... Uh, then he, like, drew Wonder Woman, and it looked like a design she already had. But, oh, wait, no, it wasn't him. It was another comic artist. But anyway, there was a big fiasco over it. He started criticizing, like, Kamala Khan's uh, costume, which is actually just a direct copy of something from her culture mm-hmm. with Miss Marvel colors on it. He called it ugly and bulky. And he just, a huge list of things happened. He got into, like, a big, big, big war uh, on Twitter and... Um, just basically he was saying that a vocal minority is making costumes more political in, uh, in comics. And Savage Dragon, thank you. Um, and then he just started ranting about, like, female comic characters and the, like, overabundance of them. Um, and it didn't, uh, solicit a very good, uh, reaction, especially from his own writers. Uh, and it was just a big fiasco. Uh, but I think what I want to focus on, instead of like just going and shitting on anyone in the comics community, because that is not what we do in the comics community, sorry, uh, I would instead like to direct this conversation toward uh, female comic book characters' costumes. Now, I don't see um, certain female comic book characters being covered up more as a loss, because we still have Emma Frost. We still have... We still have Red Sonia. Red Sonia, who owns the living shit out of her bikini because she loves being sexy. She loves it. She feels empowered with it. It's made of fucking metal. Like, she's Red Sonia also. Like, And if you even read... She's like, of, I don't need no armor. Yeah, and like, you know, Gail Simone, the biggest feminist like comic writer we know, uh, she is putting out Swords of Sorrow alongside many talented female comic artist, and get, guess what? All of the women are scantily cut, but they own it, and they're not drawn in sexualized poses. They're still sexy, but they're also their own people. And that's, I think, the difference. Like, I don't think we're losing anything from having different costumes and more heroines and more this, heroes yes. of color. So yeah. this, is, this is the same argument I use in the gaming industry, is being forced to write better stories, being forced to be more creative mm-hmm. with costumes, being forced to broaden your horizon is never, ever going to hurt the industry that you're in, mm-hmm. unless it's advertising, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, this is an opportunity to to not be stifled and have to make, oh, I have if I'm drawing a female character, I have to make her sexy. Mm-hmm. Now you have the opportunity to make her whatever makes sense. And Miss Marvel is a great example of that because, no, she we want to represent her culture a little bit with her costume and make it kind of a blend of elements of this, that. And so her costume is telling a story now. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be telling a story if it was a little leotard with a red sash on the hip. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and that was like, if, if you look at uh, Jamie McKelvey's timeline on, on Twitter, when he was talking about how he designed the Captain Marvel costume, it was very much just like, it's a reflection of who she is at that time. Like, she wasn't that when she was Miss Marvel. Now yeah. she's Captain Marvel. Now she's figured it out. Now she's not an alcoholic anymore. Like, these are big steps for her, so her costume is going to evolve with right. her as well. So, um, I, I think it's it's a really cool time in the industry because new costumes really mean something yeah. uh, as far as character development goes. 
So And you know, yeah. I would really like to hear more complaints next time we take a superhero out of a speedo. Uh yeah, of uh, where are you people writing essays when Namor was made to wear pants? Because I wrote an essay in my notebook. <laughs> I was very upset. It was very early in my life. And I was it's dude, seriously, like who are who are all these people ranting and redrawing Wonder Woman now? Where were they when that happened in a more? Where where were they when they changed Aquaman? Where were they when they put pants on Robin? Aquaman like, don't even need pants. He's <laughs> need in the pants. ocean. Why? Why does Everyone he need pants? Everyone knows people in speedos can swim faster. That's than why Namor was always more powerful, guys. Come Just on. Give Aquaman the advantage for once in his life. Get rid of the pants. No pants Mondays. <laughs> Think about it, Aquaman. <laughs> Just say, oh, Robin? I yeah. mean, yeah. And, like, Nobody Robin is, is an example. Robin is an example because all these people are complaining mostly about 16-year-old girls getting more conservative-looking costumes. Like, if they're over 18, let them wear bikinis. If that's what their character likes, if that's a reflection of who they are, then yes, of course. Like, if it makes sense, then it makes sense. But, like, you want to fucking put a 16-year-old girl in, like, a G-string in your comic? Like, what's wrong with your head? Like, you know you're writing a teenager, right? That's different. That's illegal here in this country that you're writing this book for. Like, It's weird, man. It's kind of weird. It's kind of freaky. And, you know, it's honestly pretty hard for me. I... There are very few Wonder Woman costumes that I've seen that I don't like, honestly. I'm in the minority. A lot of people feel very strongly about Wonder Woman costumes. The vast majority of Wonder Woman costumes that I've seen, I actually really enjoy. Even her not costume, one of her little 60s dresses. I was like, that's a cute-ass dress, girl. I think, um, like, there was a... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but just you bringing that up. It's so rude. It's but so rude. In the uh, Justice League animated movie War, uh, when Wonder Woman lassoes that guy and he tells her that... He secretly dresses up as Wonder Woman because it makes him feel empowered. She says, my costume makes me feel strong, too. So that's that's Wonder Woman sticking to her gun. She's not wearing any pants. Like, her body's being hugged every curve she's got. Like, But she loves it. Like, And that's that was enough for me. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, the costume looks great anyway, so... Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like, I like a lot of her costumes. Right. You know, it, it's one of those things where you... Again, her costume is telling a story. And if we look at what uh, they believe Amazons were wearing or what ancient Greeks or ancient Romans were wearing, I mean, some of them just fought naked. Yeah, really. <laughs> so I think, not care. you know, what's important is to know the difference between... It's not that we want everyone covered up. It's that we don't want people sexualized. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could be wearing full body burka and if they're in that spider woman pose I'm still gonna be mad about it you know the pose I'm talking about the mm-hmm. one on the cover with the booty looking like an apple it just didn't make sense for who she was doesn't make sense for the climbing down a wall it doesn't make sense you're for being right alive your butt's having, just gonna go <laughs> a body it doesn't um, make sense for having a body it doesn't it doesn't make sense so yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I would have liked if when you opened the next page on the inside was her monster <laughs> deformed body like floating around afterwards. It would have been <laughs> kind of my favorite thing ever. Um, next up, another controversial uh, topic. Ha, ha. Oh, All right, boy. get ready. You ready? Right, ready? Here we go. We're talking about that Batgirl cover. Whoa. So for those of you who don't know, um, there were some variants done um, for the Batgirl comic. One of which was fucking Prince, and it was dope as shit. Anyway. Um, but one of them was the Joker with his arm around her and a gun in his hand uh, in a very powerful position, smiling. 
uh, with her quaking in terror, some tears in her eyes, and uh, he's like poking her in the face, and she has the red uh, smile on her face. One of my mods can share the link if they'd like to. Uh, it is a reference to the killing joke. <clears throat> uh, what happened was there's a bit of controversy about it. Some people told the artists they weren't down with that. They were like, why would you do that? We'll get into all that part in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, the artist saw that those people saying that were receiving threats, and he was like, this is cray. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt anybody. So he asked that DC remove it. DC complied and removed it, gave some mixed messaging that confused even more people, and ergo, we have a debate. Yes. So I am taking everything directly from what the artists and what the writers said themselves. Um, What you guys need to understand here is the people who spoke up about it were getting attacked by people defending the comic cover. And the artist was basically like, this isn't worth a comic cover. And him being an amazing person and a really good artist, to his credit, uh, decided that DC should pull the cover. Um, and that was well celebrated. The writer, uh, Cameron Stewart of Bad Girl, um, cleared up more of what happened, and people are still yelling and screaming. I'm going to tell you what <clears throat> about this cover, mm-hmm. if we're ready to just dive in. Yeah, let's go. He has, he's a superb artist, and I can say that because this picture told me a story. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that much about The Killing Joke, because it's one of the books that I avoided, because when I what I do know about it made me not want to read it, mm-hmm. because I know what I like in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, what it made me feel when I first looked at that cover was, oh my god, mm-hmm. I triggered. Mm-hmm. I don't trigger very easily. I'm not a very sensitive person. You guys know me. I'm lewd and crude, and I'll say all kinds of horrible things. For those of you who are new here you don't know, uh, I've had some horrible things happen to me in my past. And I have only had something trigger me three times in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was the third time. I looked at it, and the pit of my stomach dropped out. And it terrified me to see a hero, clearly with the face I've seen many, many times, and a, a face that I've made before, which is help me, mm-hmm. rescue me from this man. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that he was trying to make a creepy cover. You're a fucking masterpiece artist because you creeped me 110% the way out. Mm-hmm. And I can understand people are like, oh, it's a variant, not everybody's going to see it. But for me, I can just imagine, because this has happened to me before, being a young girl who, who grew up, my Batman was the Batman movies and the animated TV series. Mm-hmm. Going into the comic store and seeing Batman bloodied and ripped up and having his back broken and seeing people being, like, attacked and all these horrible things, for some people that was fine. Mm-hmm. For me, at the time, when I was, like, 13... It disgusted me. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to read another Batman comic as a kid. That took a long time to get over. So I just imagine these young women who have just been drawn into the new Batgirl that has been aimed at young women specifically, mm-hmm. and seeing this cover, and then having to find all this stuff out, and being like, creeped the fuck out. And it sucks, because, I mean, like, the Batgirl stories right now are really good, and I was one of those people who was afraid that when, like, Gail Simone left the comic, it wouldn't have, like the right or same tone, but it just transitioned over so well. I just read Endgame today. There are no words in this comic. There are no words. And it's incredible. It's such a great story. Um, So, like, just to... the, The thing about this, the reason it's a big deal is because Batgirl is so distanced from the person who was being attacked by the Joker in The Killing Joke. They want that not to be a part of the Batgirl that these new readers know. And 
There are, honestly, there are other covers that are a salute to the Killing the Joke with Batgirl, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Harley Quinn cover where yeah. Batgirl is holding her camera phone to mirror Joker mm-hmm. holding the, the, the giant camera. Right. So, I mean, like, there were different covers that you could have paid homage with. Um, and it's not to say that the cover wasn't drawn well because, you know, it was really, it was great. But it was also terrifying because it was so real. Um, so I'm all about that decision. I respect it. I also respect DC for as 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 uh, weird as their wording was. This was like that first hint that they really cared. Like they found out that their fans were being harassed by other people for a cover that they didn't like. Right. And they decided that one of their covers that they could have made money off of wasn't worth their fans being attacked. Right. And that, that honestly, that's the hope I needed this year for DC. Especially when they're going to kick off the post-convergence events and when they've got those movies coming up. And, like, it's not me saying, like, oh my god, DC, I'm back. Like, let's get married. But it's just, like, thank you for showing me you actually give a shit now. Like, it's huge for me, so. Right. Yeah. And then the last thing I was just going to say about it is... um, I think it's some an argument I saw a lot of people bring up was that oh well adversity is what creates superheroes and going through a hard time and going through difficulties is what makes them very compelling and I mm. completely agree but all the covers I saw where Batman was beat to fuck he was never being held hostage by his person and mm. he was never weak Mm-hmm. He might have had no flesh left on his body, but he was still there defiant. Mm-hmm. Like, very badass, very like, no, I'll fight to the last breath. And if that had been the emotion behind that, I could have gotten with that cover. But it was very much the, this is carrying on that sexist woman in the refrigerator trope all the way into her own comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just to clarify that I'm not saying that people shouldn't have adversity and superheroes shouldn't be beat up and that women shouldn't. Uh, women superheroes shouldn't be beat up sometimes. Like, yes, please, beat them up. It's part yeah. of the story. What's wrong is when you do it in this sexist and uncaring manner and not thinking of the broader picture of what kind of story are you trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is how I feel. And you watched iZombie. I watched iZombie last night. Okay, guys, I didn't think that the show would be that much. I honestly didn't. Um, and I completely underestimated it. Uh, iZombie is something a little different from a lot of the DC shows. Well, the two DC shows, three, three, three DC shows that are out right That's now. Like, she says she, 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 she says. <laughs> but um, iZombie is much more. Despite being about being a zombie, it is more comedic. It is funny. It is really well written. Like if you love that perky kind of like. I don't know what type of comedy it is, but it's comedy that hits on a beat, like right when you need it. Um, this is the show to see. It's written by the people who wrote Veronica Mars, so if you're into that, like, you should definitely check out iZombie. Um, and it's based off of a DC Vertigo comic, and I really liked it. Like, the lead girl is incredible, she's great at carrying a show, uh, and the supporting cast is really, really memorable. So, yeah. Check it out. And I do believe it's on Hulu, but I haven't checked yet. Sorry. Don't quote me. Please. I didn't watch it. You check it out. I think you'd like it. I think you would like it. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is getting a talk show, um, but he is still welcome to guest here, mm-hmm. as we have extended that offer to him once. But he's still welcome to guest on our podcast. Like, I know you got to promote your show, Mr. deGrasse Tyson, so come on over, man. Let's talk science. 
Let's build a volcano. Fuck yeah, it. Let's build not Whatever. in my house. Let's do not it. Not in my house. Let's do it. Nope. Yeah. Not in my house. Outside. <laughs> Ashley Judd is going to press charges against sexist Twitter harassers. Uh, you choke girl. Fuck yeah. She um she was I forget which I don't follow sports guys. Whatever, sorry. Some Not really sorry. Guy. Um but she was rooting for some team and uh a lot of fans of the other team started calling her the C word and like uh basically sexually harassing her mm-hmm. and like telling her they were going to rape her. So she collected all of their usernames and reported all of them and like I guess has like a detective on them, Good. like finding their asses, yeah. and she's going to press charges against them. And that I mean, go her, man! Like it sucks that we had to take a celebrity for this thing to be like huge, but you know. Well, you know when Amy Dallin was being harassed. Oh God, that we, was terrifying. One moment, cats, you cut it the hell out, mommy's recording a podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Oh, they're going in. Um. We were like, oh, report to the police, because, you know, the, online, the Twitter account for the police were saying, yes, contact us. This is definitely something that is she can press charges, she can get, you know, uh, some help from us. Mm-hmm. But when we talked to the police, they didn't even understand the word Twitter. Nope. They didn't get, like, well, why would you tell the internet where you work? Like, they just, they're so completely disconnected mm-hmm. um, from the real life that it is really hard to get... Um, the law on your side in these cases. So it's good to see, I think a celebrity profile makes sense mm-hmm. to be the first one to actually carry this all the way through. Yeah, I'm really glad that it's happening now. Um, I'm sad that it had to happen to her, but like, go actually, Judd. Fucking make a big deal out of this. Yeah, set like, the way really, for the rest of us. Yeah, like, set this off. Let's go. Let's Fire across class the action galaxy. lawsuit. I'll sign up. Been harassed. Let's go. Um, Nintendo celebrated Women's History Month with, with a cool picture. Yeah, uh, cool they picture? they released, like, these little cool collectible, like, picture thingies. Which you can't show you, because what were you thinking when you put this on our I list? don't know, it just, it just popped up on my feet. Alright, like, we're gonna oh, skip look. it. Whatever, anyway, it was Friday cute. Friday the 13th character, Jason Voorhees, is on Mortal Kombat X. Um, for those of you who haven't heard, Mortal Kombat X is one of the upcoming Mortal Kombat games. I got to play it, and I loved it. Actually, I was at a party where I was supposed to be mingling with the celebrities, and me and Capuan just sat there and played Mortal Kombat for an hour. Hogged the system. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy from Friday the 13th is going to be on there. Hopefully, suitably gruesome murder deaths will follow. Furnish him. Furnish him. Oh, is that the noise? That's a, good, that's a really good um, that was a really good execution sound. I liked it. It was cool. It kind of got dull a little bit there. Oh, yeah. On the inside. So good. Um, on the inside. Once I reached... I know. I heard. You were like, oh, she, she just reached to the middle of the stomach, and she's trying to get through the rest of it. No, you were great. Um, so... Titanfall 2 was announced, yep. which I am overjoyed at. Finally. Um, I really enjoyed that game. I didn't play it that much because A, it's on my computer, and B, I kept getting my ass handed to me, but you can go and watch some of my videos of me playing it on YouTube. Um, but they're addressing some of the issues I had with it, supposedly, in Titanfall 2. Um, oh, shut the hell up, computer. Whoa. So, overall, pretty excited about that news. Um, also, Nintendo has finally finally said, hey, you know, maybe we should make some games for smartphones with our characters. Yay! Finally! Freaking Knights of the Old Republic is on smartphones. Like, come on, Nintendo. Speed up. Maybe this is a good idea. 
I would love to play Super Mario Brothers six golden coins on my fucking phone. Make that happen. Please. Then I wouldn't even need my 3DS. Please. Like, they should just start a retro arcade shop. Joe Sandow, it's poop. I have a little bit of poop, poop, poop on my leg. Uh, NASA has also released an asteroid hunting app, which is Woo! pretty awesome. Um, the South by Southwest Gaming Awards happened, and Markiplier hosted... <laughs> Along with Janet Varney, that was kind of crazy to turn and be like, oh my god, my baby is hosting shows, he's so grown up. <laughs> um, so that was really funny. He was a better host than her, bless her heart. Why did they pick a voice actress from a TV show to be the... It's weird. Everybody else must She's have turned them down. She's an awesome lady, don't get me wrong. But, like, she was be- she was being rude sometimes. Like, some- one time, um, something played, and she was like, why did that just play? Like, what did that have to do with anything we're doing right now? And I was like, girl, sh- girl, sh- sh-. Wow. <laughs> and Markiplier tried to play it off. Like, wouldn't I, like, it's a cool thing. I'm Markiplier. <laughs> hey, everyone, tell me you love me some more. <laughs> um, Here, we'll make way- a weird face. Let's forget that happened. <laughs> it worked. I forgot immediately. Um, and... Uh, other news, Steam broke the concurrent user record with 9 million players playing at the same time. Jesus Christ. That is so... Jesus H. Christ. Steam. Christ. Christ. Good God. We are both really good at doing Christ. Okay. Um, Big Hero 6 is 2014's highest grossing animated film. Woo! I got nervous. I just saw an elbow coming at my head. (laughs) 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 Yep, I'm so glad. It is beaten out Frozen, and it's really cool because I've been invested in this movie for so long. She's basically... I've been following it since, like, conception, like... But it's just it's it's just been a work assignment, but she's it's been like girl. really cool. I don't know if we talked about this. Oh right, and and she's a character from the movie. That's why she cares. <laughs> the same. So uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. I'm touching them. Uh, Thirty three canceled comics. Shall yeah. Uh, I was really sad to see Storm on that list. Yeah, I, mean, I, it's I not it was inevitable, but I was just oh, I wish it wasn't. You know. Yeah. I, really I just I would really love somebody who got what Storm could be to mm-hmm. write Storm. I just, I feel like she's never been given the kind of stories that would really let Storm shine, and it makes me really sad. Mm-hmm. They should just let me write it. Maybe we should pitch that to somebody. Dude, we should write a Storm comic. Dude, we, we should, should write... We should write we a Storm and Jubilee comic. Yeah. <laughs> yep, squishy the poop. Let's write a storm comic. Who wants to draw it? Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Yeah, who do you want to draw it? You should tag them on Twitter. Tell them to write a freaking storm jubilee comic with us. With us. Tell Let all of Marvel it. that we want to write storm and jubilee. Yes. They're going to do it. They would be like, "What a great idea. Let's do it." Who are these people? <laughs> They actually know who I am. They know um, who she on is. To our main topic of the night, can you turn the fan more towards you? I'm freezing. I think my nips are hard. Ah, you can't see. This is an awesome shirt. Booda 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 booda. Rocking everywhere. Rocking everywhere. Oh yeah, Robbie. T- no, Robbie Thompson. He's a writer. We need artists. We're gonna write. Artists, artists, artists. We're yeah. We're writing it. We need a good artist, and we'll write Storm and Jubilee team up. Take down. 
Let's do a like six issue mini series or yes. something. So our main topic for tonight is origin stories. Basically, we're going to go down this huge list we have and say what our first blah 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 was, and then say what our favorite blah 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 was. And of course, we want you to tell us yours. Uh, we cannot necessarily read everything that pops up on the screen, so the best way to get it seen is to tweet us. Woman Up Podcast. You can use the hashtag Woman Up Podcast. It's very simple. Oh, um, wait, you have the shit open. I've got the shit open. You've got the shit open. I don't even need to pick up my phone. Open. Fuck it. Let's just, we're just going to let this thing record. Let I'm just going to pull this down somewhere else. Sweet Are you hot? Are no, you it's just, it keeps, like, I hear myself like a lamb. You can turn it off if you'd like. I like the air. Oh my god, Sarah! No, okay, fine. so, fine. make All sure right. you tweet at us. Setting uh, that up right now, that's what you see me doing. Hashtag woman up, and if you've got questions, we'll do that. But, uh, are we ready? Let's do this. Let's do it! It's time for the main topic! The main, main topic! The main topic, baby! <laughs> what? Yeah! That was great. We don't need shit. We don't need ass. <laughs> so the main topic is uh, our faves and our first. I think we're you gonna, don't listen to me sometimes. We're gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> oh, are you are you introducing I, it? I already introduced the whole thing twelve minutes ago. So uh, no, you didn't. We were just talking about our comic. So no. Oh my god, no, I totally introduced it. Are you high? No! I no, we were just talking about our Storm and Jubilee topic. I introduced this whole thing. Oh my god. Look, we'll talk about this later. Your memory lapse. You guys thought I had a bad memory. So, uh, it's fine. Don't panic. So, first anime. Go. Katrina thinks I'm lying to her, guys. But we just did the theme song. We didn't do a theme song before we... You just talked it in the introduction? Yeah. That's why I didn't notice. I'm just saying. You don't listen to me when I talk. Good, no. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. What's your first anime you watched? Bitch. Ron one half. <laughs> wow, Shows way to dive face. right... You dove right into the crazy of Japan, huh? I'm like, what's the crazy shit you I got went, me? <laughs> I right in. Right in. Right Excellent. in. All um, right in. So, um... My first anime that I ever saw, I didn't know was an anime, and nobody in my family did, but it was Unico. If I'm going to count the first anime that I knew was anime, then it is uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, the first anime that I knew was anime was Tenshi Muyo. I watched Ramen One Half on Telemundo. Punto com. Not that second part, just Telemundo. I was about to say, wait, no. Um, but I, uh, yeah, Ramen One Half is like on dub, and so is like Dragon Ball, but I didn't. Ramen One Half technically counted as first because I saw it a week before I started watching Dragon Ball. So. Um, my family had Utico, and I used to watch it multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. And it made me the depressed person that I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for my neighbor Totoro, I had a uh, best friend. I, she was my neighbor. And I went over to her house to play, like, Super Nintendo. And one day she was like, this is my favorite movie, let's watch it. And I would, like, pour, tears poured down my face. And I was like, I want this to be real life. So, that was my first introduction to anime. Uh, what's your favorite anime? Um, 
Jeez. Um, my favorite anime. I haven't had a favorite in a very long time, but I guess my long-standing favorite, and everyone can call me like a total basic for this, but it's always going to be Dragon Ball. No, oh, Dragon Ball. Not Z. Oh, just Dragon just Ball. Dragon Ball. I don't like Dragon Ball Z oh. as much as Dragon Ball. I agree with you. Yeah. I actually like Dragon Ball. I like Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball a lot better. Because they, he, Dragon Ball Z wasn't supposed to be a thing. They just kept making Akira Toriyama make uh, Goku stories. I was going to do the theme song for Dragon Ball just now and realized uh, it'll just insult any Japanese viewer watching because I'm just making up. My favorite anime, you guys know this is extremely difficult for me because I have like five favorites of everything, by the way. I don't know why I chose a topic that would be so hard for me. Um, my favorite current anime, more current, like... Not super current, but more current is Bodacious Space Pirates. But my favorite of all time, I definitely I'm gonna go with Outlaw Star. I wish Outlaw that's the anime where I look back and I'm like, I wish it had been longer. I wish there was more of it. And I think that's the only of my favorites that I feel that way about. Um, because and it was perfect, and maybe that's why I want more, because it, they knew their story, they followed their story arc and they wrapped it up and that was it. But oh my god, Outlaw Star. Hmm. Cool. She don't like that shit. First comic. I like Outlaw Star. I dig Outlaw Star. I just, you said everything about it. Whatever. Anyway, my first comic was uh, the um, Batman Mad Love Story. Um, and it was like an offshoot, like one, one shot, like comic series. Uh, and it was Joker and Harley. And it was actually a really great story. And then I kept reading about Joker and Harley and it was not so great. But that was a wonderful introduction to comics. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and, yeah. Do I go... Do, do, do you want to... What's, what's your first? My first comic was actually a Captain America comic. Oh. I don't know what it was. I just happened to have a Captain America comic, little mini comic collection. Um, and it involved this lady that I may have been an octopus lady, like an octopusy kind of thing. And he was fucking up Hydra. And I remember the colors and vivid grossness of things, like people's faces dissolving off and stuff like that. Yeah. That's all I can remember of it. But the first that was comic, your introduction to comics. Yeah, it was my introduction to comics. Um, my first introduction to a comic where I walked up to it and picked it was the Purple Catwoman comics of the 90s. Hmm. All these good ones. I love those. I think the new Cap- Catwoman comics, too. Starting to get there, DC. Starting to get there. You, you, I'm, I'm reading, like, two whole DC comics now. My favorite comic. My favorite comic. Oh, I don't have a favorite right now. Like I, I, you know, I thought about this before the podcast. I was really putting thought into it. I still haven't really decided. I was currently my favorite comic is very predictable. Um, it is the Star Wars comic. Actually, it's the it's all of them. Damn it. Um, actually, it's the Darth Vader comic. I'd have to say. Uh, nothing has gripped me. As much as that one, God, except for me, <sighs> like that kind of gripping. Yeah, you know, actually, it wasn't it wasn't that hard, but it's I wasn't okay. trying to hurt you. Okay, no, 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 but we're good. I can grip you harder. No, 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 I'm okay. I'm very sensitive. God. I'll break. Um, <laughs> break the shit out of you. But um, I really I, I enjoy the comic. I think it's written really well. Um, it's by Kieran Gillen, and he uh, wrote Journey into Mystery and a lot of like villain centered. Story, so it's really cool to see into the mind of Darth Vader, which is not where we have been very much in the Star Wars universe. So, 
My favorite is also a Star Wars comic. It's Star Wars Legacy, the one with Ania Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, what I loved about it is, you know, for many of us, the prequels were really disappointing. Um, they didn't seem to hold the spirit mm-hmm. uh, of Star Wars. And this, you know, this is a series that in every part of it, it just captured that initial feeling of excitement and adventure in the vast emptiness of space. All that, right there. And Ania is a lovable rogue, just like her grandfather, great-grandfather, whoever it turns out Han Solo (laughs) is to her. Um, She's just great, and uh, I I felt it was so masterfully crafted. It's one of those buildings romans where Mm. you go and you gather your group together, and you're like a badass group by the end. Mm -hmm. So, had all the things I love to see. I dig it. First video game. Oh, before we go on... Uh, you need to get a Bicomicsology account and read Princess Leia. Okay. It's really good. Okay. Um, first video game, the first video game I ever played was Super Mario 6 Golden Coins on the Game Boy. Like, the Game Boy. Yes. I know what that is. And that used to be my favorite game to play on my Game Boy, by the way. I loved that game. Actually, maybe Donkey Kong I loved a little more, but that one was like, they were mm-hmm. they were probably like right on par for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first video game... It's a little hard to say because I was very young the first time I played a video game. But I could at least say with certainty that my first video game was probably Super Mario Brothers for the NES. And mm. Duck Hunt. Because who knows which one I clicked on first. Knowing <laughs> me, I've always been a little bit of a gamer at heart. And a gamer always goes the way they don't want to go first. So I probably clicked on Duck Hunt first. So Duck Hunt might actually be my first one. I hated it. I was like, this is horrible. Why would anyone want to play a game where they shot birds? I don't get it. I didn't like Duck Duck Hunt. And we had it up on, like, my dad, like, had this obsession with projectors. He still does. I don't know why. I Uh, played Little Big Planet uh, 3 on a giant projector at a friend's house. It was kind of the most amazing experience of my life. So I wouldn't discount your dad. We had Duck Hunt up on the wall on a projector because our cats would chase it. They would, like, chase the ducks and we would shoot them. Yeah. So he, he loved doing that. What is your favorite video game? My favorite video game right now has, oh man, Mass Effect, the entire series. Like, that's pretty much, that's the the most recent one I've played all of in the first place. Um, But I thought it was so masterfully written, like, everything is so fun, it's so, like, I remember when I first started playing Mass Effect, it reminded me of Star Wars and, like, Look at how big everything is. Like, this is a galaxy. This is space. Right. So, it's something that, like, uh, a video game hadn't done in a really long time for me. So I agree with you completely. So many people are like, oh, I hate these little side missions with the planets. And I'm like, this makes me feel Mm -hmm. like I really am captain of a ship traveling through vast galaxies. Like, how awesome is this? Let me go read up on this planet. I'm just mine. Like, oh, everything about it made me so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so my favorite video game, you all know the answer to that. It's Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, even with its flaws, it's still a game that has captured me just as strongly as Dragon Age Origins captured me, but is is more, is a much bigger game, you know. In Dragon Age Origins, looking back now... It, it looks so tiny. It looks like looking back on the Earth when you're out there, you know, in the middle of our of our Milky Way galaxy. Hmm. Not that you can see Earth. Hmm. Your mom can see Earth, though. Yeah, she probably can. What was your first board game? Uh, huh, my first board game, I guess, would be Monopoly. Like, I was... I'm conventional and boring. Do you have a first, like, European-style like board European game? Like, European-style? Like, um, board games? 
that was a Russian laugh. <laughs> it was Forbidden Desert at Geek and Sundry. I had never played a board game before I worked there. Confession. I had no idea what I was doing. Look, so. I thought you said PlayStation. Whoops, sorry. No, go away, PlayStation. Go away. Go away. <laughs> go away. Go away. Stop <laughs> listening. Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, my first board game um, was also probably something like Monopoly, but my first tabletop-style board game was also Forbidden Desert. We oh. may have played our first games together. No way! I was like, I was there like too long after you'd have done that, really? Yeah, I think so. It was like Forbidden Desert. I was Forbidden because Desert with to... the interns in the boardroom. Yes, in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Because what happened was, Geek and Sundry apparently used to play board games all the time, mm-hmm. but then the boss got mad and felt that people were wasting their time and not working, so <laughs> they weren't allowed to play board games, and then I think one weekend... Our boss, or one week our boss wasn't there. Mm. So Annie was like, guys, come here. I'm going to show you about some games. <laughs> and then she taught us all how to play some board games. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite board game? My favorite board game right now, um, I think it's got to be Settlers of Catan. I really like it. It's so frustrating. It's, uh, it's challenging, and it comes in various formats. Um, someone just did, like, a really cool Pokemon version of it, and now, like, I'm just like, who wants to print it out and do it? So, yeah. My favorite board game is still Forbidden Desert. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that game. I think I love the game because, um, it is kind of like a video game in some ways, and that you have characters with certain powers, Mm -hmm. and you're all trying to collect pieces of things so Mm -hmm. that you can escape. Like, it's, it's, um... It's set up in a way that's very adventure-like and cooperative, and I really enjoy, I don't know, I enjoy that mechanic, and I love the little details of it, like the little steampunk aspect. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like if I play it for five more years, I'll eventually get tired of it, Um, so we'll see. Second favorite's gotta be Red Dragon Inn, though. Red Dragon Inn is definitely my second favorite. Oh my god, Red Dragon Inn is so fun. And you don't even know how much fun Red Dragon Inn could be because you haven't played with the expansion characters. I I need to add those to my wish list. Guys, just so you know, I have a wish list up. I'm gonna add the extra characters from Red Dragon Inn because we got distracted and stopped having board game nights at the long story, but we need to do that again. Yeah, I mean, we're not doing freaking Dragon Age now, so like, let's do... We'll be starting that back up. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Then you get back on a schedule again. But I'll do board game night and our, uh, Dragon Age RPG night. That'll cover mm-hmm. both of those. Cool. Your I didn't want to... So there were some of these I didn't ask. So, like, I didn't ask first movie, first cartoon, or first TV show, because mm-hmm. who can remember that? No. There's no way. So, what is your favorite movie? What's your favorite scary movie? Sorry. My favorite movie of all time in the history of ever is Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which I guess is not very cultured of me. Uh, wow, but what a plebe. I am a plebe. It was my sexual awakening. Leave me alone, dude. Like, <laughs> it was like the scene where like she was like cleaning his bandages and he was like telling her where he was hurt and she was. Oh yeah. And like his shirt was open and I was like eight and I was like. <gasps> That was a really sexy scene. He's just like, I love his really facial hot. expression because he like kind of had this little frown, like a stupid man frown. <laughs> hey, wait a second. What if I point there? Holy shit. Wait, what if... Why if I point here? <laughs> like, what if 
bitch about to kiss me. Like, that was his little like, facial expression of like, uh, <laughs> Is this really gonna work? <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. So I, uh, I, I loved it. It was, my, that was my sexual awakening, uh, was much <laughs> creepier. <laughs> it was, I heard a lot of girls had their sexual awakening during like 13 year old Peter Pan. So I had two. <laughs> Uh, David Bowie in the Labyrinth. Okay, okay. And the Red Devil from Legends, played by Tim Curry. I was like, I want to hold on to his horns. I feel funny. <laughs> and that, that was Sarah. And I was mad, too, at both. I was mad at both Sarah and the princess, because they both ran away from the evil men in their lives. And I was like, you stupid dumbass. You should have stayed and made queen of the Labyrinth land. And then you would have had Jared. And then you could have slept with him. And then you could have kissed him. And then you could have put hands on him. Oh, you should have stayed with the devil. And then you could rule the darkness. Who the fuck needs unicorns? Like, in both of these movies, the right choice was made. And I was not okay. As a child, I was like, no. Why'd you do that? You should stay with that man. Which... Let's you know what kind of woman I am. And I do find it funny that child Sarah was just a mini compact version of adult Sarah. Yeah, yeah. You would have uh, been an interesting friend to have as a child. I, man, I could tell you some stories. Oh, boy. I was okay. like, what's up? I'm five years old. Want to go make out behind the backpacks? <laughs> and we did. Not okay. Katrina, I was I was drawing uh, I was drawing like my family as stick figures at the time. I was drawing dragons. And you don't have a lot of artistic talent, but sure, you'll go ahead and brag. Yeah, they didn't look like dragons. <laughs> they definitely looked like horses, but uh, they weren't dragons. Uh, what is your favorite cartoon? Go <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> the Are air right? is making my face dry. <laughs> First of all, problems? All this wonderful, cool air that is helping me live my life. <laughs> it's so hot outside, but the air is making me dry. Uh, favorite cartoon? I'll make you dry. <laughs> I will make you dry. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. just did, in fact. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to go get water. Uh, um, no. Favorite cartoon. Uh, favorite cartoon. Uh, right now, uh, Archer. Yeah, Archer's really good. I really like it. I just interviewed Lucky Yates and Amber Nash the other day. Pretty awesome. Together. Yeah. So much fun. They're so funny. I cannot wait to write this thing. So, yeah. Super excited. My favorite cartoon. I forgot to think about these questions. Mm-hmm. She-Ra? I thought about them. Would it be She-Ra? I feel like my favorite cartoon is probably She-Ra. I do love Archer. So, like, my favorite current cartoon, I'd probably say Archer as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I feel like I had another cartoon that I loved. Crap. I should have thought about this before time. Yeah. Name some other cartoons of our childhood. Other cartoons that I liked, I really liked, uh... I really liked Doug. I really liked Hey Arnold. I really liked Batman the Animated Series. Gargoyles was really good. Uh, I was one of the weirdos who really liked Reboot back in the day. Um, what else was a cartoon? I like, I like Rick and, Mer- and Morty a little bit, but not all the time. Sometimes it's a little crazy. Um, you know... 
I apologize, guys, but I think I'm going to think on this and tweet my real answer. <laughs> because I forgot to think about I thought this oh, would be Oh, easier. my God, Adventure Time, Bob's Burgers, Rago's Modern Life, yes! Oh, there we go. Fucking Steven Universe is amazing. I just caught up on that shit. Holy crap, that garnet stuff, you guys, made me cry. Tears. Tears. She cried with her whole face. My whole face. She, she didn't just cry, she Blah. cried. <laughs> hmm. Yep. I will think on this and give you guys a real answer. Favorite TV show? Ooh, that is also pretty tough. I, uh, right now, uh, 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 Broad City is really great. I Broad really City like that. Bitch, Broad, Broad City, City bitch. bitch. Oh, sorry. That's how that goes. No. It's kind of different. But I really like that. Uh, Kroll Show is also a thing I watch. Um, is this your favorite TV show of all time, or just right now? Of, I don't have one of all time. See, like, I had to think about these things, and I couldn't come up with an all-time. <sighs> the one TV show I could watch forever and ever and ever would be... Xena. You know? <laughs> Xena was actually... Okay, when I was, like, uh, all alone, and, like, I was raising Tony, and, like, he was this big... Like, I would, uh... We'd you were watch... talking like a single mother right now. Yeah, say. well, we... You know, we ten would, years ago when I was we watch, Amazing Tony. We would watch Xena, and he would fall asleep to Xena, and then i just keep watching Xena. So, Xena's a good one. Xena is <laughs> probably my favorite TV show of all time, followed very closely by Angel. Mmm. Um, Xena... Look at this fall. First of all, Xena was frustrating to love so much because everyone, when I said I wanted to be a warrior woman, everyone was like, oh, you want to be Xena? And it's like, I didn't get that idea from Xena. Xena fulfilled what I wanted to see. It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't like, oh, I don't, no, no, no. oh, Xena, I want to be that. It was, I want to be this warrior woman. I want to go around, I want to kill people, I want to do this, do that. And my dad was like, oh, have you seen this show then? Mm-hmm. And it was Zena. And I was like, yes, this is what I want to watch all day, every day. I want to watch a woman going around being a badass and mm-hmm. not being a big fucking demon and just killing shit. So, that would have to probably be my favorite. And then Angel, what I loved about Angel is I had a lot of problems with, I love Buffy. Love Buffy to death. But I also had a lot of problems with Buffy. Mostly centered around Buffy herself. Mm-hmm. And so going off into, into Angel, it was like those were experiences that I could relate to a little bit more because it was this idea of being alone, even in a place surrounded by people. Mm. Uh, Cleopatra 2525 was a horrible show. I loved it, but it was a horrible show, man. Come on, Derek. Be real. Damn. Did Derek help you climb up that window? Mm-hmm. Hmm? I liked your response. Katrina, what are your chick pics? Um, Did you scroll your eyes at me? I said, did Derek help you climb up the window? You were like, oh, yes, Derek helped me. You were like, mm-hmm. What? Oh, I'm like, I was like, uh huh. What? No. Nobody hates Derek. Do you know that everyone hates you, even Katrina? That's cray. You should work on your personality. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Tell your chick pics. Okay, chick pics are um, movie pilot is Spike's having. Comic sucks. <clears throat> yeah, Spike's comic really does suck. Um, movie pilot is having comic book week next week. We have special guests all week. We have uh, Mark Miller. Um, uh, who else did we fuck? I forgot everybody. Who else did we fuck? <laughs> is that how you get guests on movie pilot? No, 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 no. We have several talented artists and writers from the, from the comic book issue. Come, uh, comic books. 
Next week on Movie Pilot is Comic Book Week's week. We have incredible comic book talent coming on board to write and talk and make videos about comics and how to get into them and which comics you should be reading and what their plans are for the future. And a couple people on board are Agent M from Marvel. Uh, we have Lee Joel Bermejo, who is an incredible Batman artist, and he just released his other comic called Suiciders, which just came out a little while ago. Uh, Mark Millar has sat down and done this really beautiful long interview with our editor-in-chief you're gonna adore it uh we have um mariah wenner who is my dear friend who has just had a baby um yay she is also uh one of the creators of emily and the strangers and she is on board to talk about uh how to get into the industry and what to look for uh what editors look for in your comics so Stay tuned to MoviePilot.com starting next Monday. Uh, if you love comics, we're going to have some very special treats for you. Yay. Dog treats. Dog treats. <laughs> 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 you're causing me physical pain. <laughs> Uh, why don't you do all your chick picks? <coughs> all at like once. Okay, uh, Star Wars Celebration is coming on the weekend of the 18th. It's gonna be amazing. I'm starting to get uh, press inquiries, and I'm so excited because I can't wait to go again. Well, I've never been, but there are a lot of people that I'm seeing again, and I just know they're gonna show the trailer for Episode 7, and they're gonna show the premiere of Season 2 of Rebels, and I'm just so stoked. So, if you guys are into uh, Star Wars, and if you're going to Celebration, hit me up on Twitter. Let's meet up, let's hang out, and go check it out. Uh, and now... It's time for viewer craft! It's time for fuck you guys! I'm still talking! My final chick pick is my latest blog entry about prepping for conventions, because convention season is upon us. So, go check it out, because it's amazing, and you may die if you don't know these tips. So, the fighting game community released a video, like, prepping for a fighting game tournament, and it was like, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your goddamn teeth, put some deodorant, get some deodorant, it's not expensive. Dude, and that was from that? the read-a-book. Oh, 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 okay, okay, I was like, that is read-a-book, you know that, right? Yes. Okay. They just shared just, the, just that part. Oh, 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 like, okay, okay. Tips for going in, and, like, then you, you, you click on oh. it, and it was like, just... Oh, okay. It's not expensive. So, my chick pick is actually just an announcement that my last day at Geek and Sundry is on Friday, um, and that my Patreon launches on Monday. Yay! So, basically, for those of you who weren't here earlier, the plan is that I want to pursue the things that uh, make me happy and joyful, so I'm going to be working on my writing and working on um, my... my my streams, actually, so that I could become a video game host one day. Um, so I'll explain all that in more detail in the videos, um, and it'll be wonderful, and you're going to want to give me money because it's going to seem like a good deal, because that's what I'm working on. I'm like, going to give you a good deal for your money to help me not get kicked out of my apartment while I try to live my life and fly like an eagle. Boop! Donate to Sarah's Patreon. It's going to be awesome. Systems, no! <clears throat> what? Systems just got here. No, system. We're leaving. Bye. You're so late. We're like leaving right now. We're leaving right now. Like we're leaving moment. directly right now. So Actually, everyone, goodbye. Uh, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that in mind, goodbye. <laughs>
<laughs> Ciao, I'm leaving. Wah. <laughs> Um, no, but for real. Yeah, we are we are leaving. Uh, thank you guys for turning tuning into the returning uh, into returning into vampires tonight. Thank you guys for tuning into the first episode of the Woman Up podcast. I've been Okatrina. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and dot com at Okatrina. Uh, find me on the dot com. Find what are me you, on 50? the dot com internet. <gasps> hey kids, log on to <laughs> Katrina.com. Hey, well, Ask uh, parents first. <laughs> well, keyword oh Katrina. Keyword oh Katrina. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Oh, I'm Sarah the Rebel. You can find me here. Sarah, are you high? Sarah, I I told you we were leaving 12 minutes ago. I'm sorry. It's funny because when you rewatch this, it realized that I wasn't lying or tricking you. No, 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 no. I'm just like, fucking with you now. Oh, no, yeah, sure you are. Whatever. Um, if you mentioned it offhand and we kept talking about that Storm comic. No, wait till you watch it. You're going to be like, huh? Did I just pass that out? Thing? Whatever. Um, I'm Sarah the Rebel everywhere. Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, your mom's house. Sarah the Rebel. Um, also, there will be an after-party stream, as always, so stick around once we say bye. I'm going to pee, and then I'll be back after Katrina leaves, because you know Katrina leaves my house because she doesn't like to hang out with me. I actually have a ride that I have to wait for, so... Oh, so she might be able to play some chariot with me, guys. I might yeah. really her into it. That's yeah. exciting. Actually, we could, if that was the case, we could just not turn off the stream. We can do chariot, but can I go get uh, some yeah, water? Yeah, really yeah. Okay, cool. Pee. Thank okay, you, Sons. Thank you. See you next next Thank Wednesday. You. Goodbye. We're gonna play chariot. We'll chariot. be back. Stick around.